Ron's Podcast presents Collectibles by Ron Harrison Sunhawk Schaefer. Jimmy's idea of sex. Jimmy was the smartest kid on the playground. Jimmy was smart because he knew something about sex. The rest of us were as ignorant as tar paper in the summer sun. So we all went to Jimmy. Jimmy knew. Sometimes the teacher who was out on patrol, covering the playground as a kind of chaperone policeman during recess, would catch us gathered around Jimmy, spinning his stories about matrimonial bliss. This was not allowed on the playground. Sex was not something to be condoned at school, even in verbal form, even if it was somewhat mythic in content. He or she would be wandering around the asphalt as jumping, screaming children were busy chasing each other, bouncing huge, slow, flabby rubber balls off each other's heads, and basically engaging in dispersing child energy in random ways. When he, or she, would come upon Jimmy and his infatuated listeners, the teacher would swoop up like a ghost rider, only a ghost rider with lampreys in the form of brown nosers who walked with her or him, and break up the latest sex lesson. And Susan was always with him or her. And you had to call her Susan. Not Sue, not Susie or Susie Q. You'd be spit on if you tried Susie cream cheese. She was Susan. And she was one of those who always took the teacher's hand and spent the entire recess, along with a few other ass wipes, escorting the recess patrol hand in hand to make sure all the other children were behaving and that law was enforced beyond all measure. Susan would even spy on Jimmy and the rest of us and report her findings with lightning speed to the nearest grown-up, and sometimes that would be the janitor. We, we boys, that is, heaven forbid a girl would join us, help prevent us from allowing a girl in, would gather in some, temporarily, obscure corner and let Jimmy talk. Jimmy convinced us he was the smartest. Hell, he knew what sex was. Girls don't have a wee-wee, he would say. Aw, oh, come on, Jimmy. What are we, little kids? Nobody calls it a wee-wee. Hey, I need to know the level of the crowd here, he said confidently, as if he were some master MC of some high-class gala. Go on, before Miss Dempsey sees us we encouraged, and you wouldn't want Miss Dempsey to know what you, 
we were doing. Miss Dempsey was as big as a pro fullback and 150 years old. You know Miss Dempsey wouldn't want kids talking about sex. You know Miss Dempsey never had any. Miss Dempsey was the one usually picked by the school as the he or she, in this case, a bit of both, on guard, on patrol, on the playground at recess. Okay, so girls don't have a thingy. What do they have? Somebody stated. Obviously the new guy. The rest of us were past this point. They have a bush and a bear trap. Jimmy came from a family of outdoorsmen. What's that? If you look where a willy is supposed to be, they've got nothing. But if you look close enough, they've got a bush and inside is a bear trap. Get out. Why would they have that? To trap bears, you ninny, I hollered, somewhat facetiously. Not really. It could have been a bear trap for all I knew. I've heard Jimmy's stories many times, and he does change them a bit to gear it towards his audience, but I always love how they turn out, so I always listen. Go on. Why would they need to trap bears? It just looks like a bear trap. They don't really trap bears. They trap your wiener. Jimmy answered his skeptics with a plum. Why would they do that? Because that's what girls do. I don't want anybody trapping my wiener. Oh, yes, you will. You can't help it. Girls have this power. It comes from this smell they give off. What kind of smell? It's like raw bacon, only coated in honey. It's the kind of thing a bear might want. Why do they need to bother us with it? Why can't they just go out in the woods and catch bears? Because they don't want bears, you bonehead. They can't make babies with bears. They can only make babies with boys? Yeah. Otherwise, we'd be walking around with bear heads and tails right now. Because we'd all be part bear and part people. Oh. Why do they want to make babies anyway? Because that's what girls do. If they didn't, we wouldn't be here. Who invited him anyway? Leave the kid be. He's in Mrs. Parker's class. Go on with your story, Jimmy. Okay. So once you get a whiff of their smell, I still don't get this whole bear thing. Shut up, Jeffy. He's too young for this. Have him stand lookout. You heard him, kid. Go over there and watch for Miss Dempsey. Aw, oh, crap. Go on. All right. Jimmy, go ahead. Anyway. As I was saying, when they let you smell them, they want you to get a boner. What? Why? Because of the bear trap in the bush. You guys are so slow. Why do we have to get a boner? You can't help yourselves. It's what they do to you. It's their plan. It seems silly to me, maybe, but it's what happens. All because of the bacon smell? I smell bacon all the time, and I don't get no boners from it. This is different. This is girl bacon. You're not old enough yet, but it'll happen. Okay, Jimmy, go on. After the boner, what happens? Wait, Miss Dempsey, pretend like we're giving up for basketball. We ain't got a basketball, Jimmy acknowledged. Wait, steal a kid's dodgeball. Hey, kid, come here. Give me that thing. That was Tim. Tim was always getting us into trouble whenever Jimmy wasn't. Hey, now beat it. That's my dodgeball. Go on, get lost. Miss Dempsey, Miss Dempsey. They took my dodgeball. Oh, great. Why'd you do that? 
I didn't know he was going to whine like that. Quiet, here she comes. What's going on here? What are you children doing? Miss Dempsey had the worst breath imaginable, and it always blew out of her every time she spoke like a whale blowing steam. Standing next to Miss Dempsey was like standing in a tomb full of mummies. Nothing, Miss Dempsey. Did you take this child's ball? He gave it to us. He said it was going flat and wanted us to check it out. Here you go, kid. It's all right. Just needs a little air. Tim tossed the distressed child the ball. You're Timothy Gaines from Mrs. Bruder's class, aren't you? Miss Dempsey scrutinized him through her antediluvian eyesight. Yes, he is, Miss Dempsey. Susan spoke up, as always. Mrs. Bruder always has trouble with Tim. Hmm. And what are you boys doing? Nothing, Miss Dempsey. That's Jimmy Sample, Miss Dempsey, Susan added smugly. He's the one who... I am acquainted with Master Sample. I suggest a lot of you decide to do something instead of nothing. Wear out some of that unbridled energy in a more healthy and constructive manner while you have the chance. I'll be watching. Yes, Miss Dempsey, we all chimed in at once. Susan wrinkled her nose at us, and then like a steamship turning and passing in the night, complete with an escort of bobbing porpoises, Miss Dempsey walked away. Susan, of course, eyeing us suspiciously from time to time, in parting. Rats. I hate Susan. You think she's got a bear trap? Oh, yeah, they all do. Well, I'm not going to have my woolly trap by her. Hey, here comes Ted. He took out a softball. Let's toss that like we're playing keep away. Hey, guys, what's up? Quick, toss me the softball. Jimmy's telling us about girls' parts. Oh, hey, I want to hear this. Okay, Jimmy, go ahead. Where was I? Girls smell like bacon and give you a boner. Wow. Did I miss all this? Shut up, Ted. Go on, Jimmy. Then you have to take off all your clothes. What for? She asked her, too. Really? Hey, that doesn't sound all that bad. Why do you have to take your clothes off with her? Well, this is the big test. You have to stick your boner in her bear trap. Yuck! That's disgusting. You mean you have to? She wants you to. All girls are like this? I really don't like girls that much, especially Susan. You don't have to do this with Susan. Thank God. But you do have to do it if you want babies. I don't want babies. Well, maybe you will when you're older, Jughead. I'm just telling you this is how it happens. You stick your wiener in her trap. Doesn't it hurt? No, because it's mushy like the inside of a pumpkin. Ew! Wouldn't it be slippery then? Yeah, that's why they get these puffy chests. You have to climb on top of them, and so that you don't slip off before you get stuck in her trap. You have to hang on to these chests. They grow like big pillows. Oh, that's why they have those things. Yeah, and then when you're there, you pee inside her. What? Why? This gets worse and worse, Jimmy. Hey, it's what happens. Why would you pee in her? What's the point of that? And they let you do that. Yes. Why? Because you have magic pee. Magic pee? Yeah. Whenever you stick your thingy in a girl's trap, you get magic pee. This all sounds really stupid. Who came up with this idea? Hey, I'm just telling you what happens. And then what? Well, then you're done and you go away. That's all? 
It's not enough? This is how you make babies? Yeah, well, then once you're done, then she goes and makes a baby in her belly. Couldn't you just kiss her and that would be enough? No. She needs the magic pee from your willy. God, you guys are thick. Then what? Then she goes to the hospital and the doctor sticks his hand up her butt and pulls out a baby. Yeah. You're making all this up, Jimmy. This is all so gross. I'm telling you, this is how it happens. There's the buzzer. We gotta go in. Susan is still looking at us. So is Miss Dempsey. You think Miss Dempsey has a bear trap? They all do. Even Miss Dempsey. Yuck! I can't explain it. I heard Jimmy's story again and again. It changed a bit each time he told it, but overall it stayed the same. I found it as repulsive as the other guys did, but couldn't pry my ears away. I was so gripped by his story's power. I haven't stayed in touch with any of those kids since school. I grew up and moved away, got married, and had two children of my own. Somehow the whole facts of life thing ended up to be more pleasant than I originally thought. I heard Jimmy eventually became an OBGYN. I can only hope the story he tells his patients has been refined a bit since those days on the playground with Miss Dempsey watching. <laughs> been listening to Collectibles by Ron Harrison Sutton Hawk Schaefer as presented on Ron's podcast as read by Ron Harrison Sutton Hawk Schaefer.